Tired of struggling to boost your brand? Let me tell you, influencer marketing is the way to go. Say goodbye to outdated methods and hello to instant results with this game-changing tactic. Forget what you've heard about traditional branding. Influencer marketing is the secret weapon you need to take your brand to the next level. With just one simple change, you can revolutionize your approach and double your desired outcomes in no time. Don't fall into the trap of sticking to old ways. Join the 1% who know the secret to success in branding. It's time to shake up your routine and turn your brand story around with the power of influencer marketing. Hello, and welcome to Creativity On Demand. I am the host of this show and the founder of Common Leaders. My name is Trevor. This segment, which will be a frequent one, and I'm so excited to talk to you about it, Again, it's called Creativity on Demand. It will be hosted on the Common Leaders podcast, and it will also be hosted on the Common Leaders part, the channel of Numospect Media, which is also my company. We have an app called the Numospect Media app, so please download that if you're into apps and notifications and all that cool business. Creativity on Demand. Let's talk about it. We're going to jump in. Today is going to be a super short episode because I am not the foremost expert in creativity, but I do love talking about it. Creativity on Demand is meant to be an urgent thing. There will be a common theme with Trevor Tommy and media, and it is urgent. I love to get into things before I lose motivation and energy to do so. <laughs> I'm also super transparent, and I suck at the back end of the creative process. And maybe that's a good place to start. Creative process is a real thing. Intentional creativity is a real thing. Being creative on purpose is a real thing. It's a thing that people have studied. It's a thing that psychologists and sociologists and, and the people who study people things in biology and math, there are all types of, of true, understood, and grounded professions that have studied creativity and the science of creativity. I am not the only one who is talking about it. It is a, a truly big deal <laughs> because it crosses boundaries in the same way that all those other professionals have studied creativity. I am a creative professional and I study those things too. Creativity is, is in a similar way of sociology or psychology or, or mathematics or most any field where you can take it and reapply it almost anywhere in life, whether that be in a professional or organizational structure, whether that be in our day-to-day -day life, whether that be in our community gathering places such as churches and, and not-for-profits and go clean up the beach days. All of these types of things wrap in both the science in the study and the research, but also the application of creativity. So we're going to talk a little bit about all of it in this show. And how I'm going to facilitate that is by inviting creative experts to come on and talk to me about it. I have a master's degree in creativity. It's true. It's technically, I think, is a master's in creative studies. Some people say it's a master's in creative studies and change leadership. I think they've maybe even updated it to be a master's in applied imagination. Either way, it's it's something I have a background and I have some access to resources in. And I also want to explore outside of this. I went to Buffalo State College at the International Center for Studies and Creativity. Now I believe it's the Center for Applied Imagination. And they are the first program in the world that teaches such things. They're not the only ones anymore. There's a big program at Drexel, and I know there's multiple others. And I also know that there's creative leadership programs and creative science programs all over the country. So we're going to seek out a variety of topics and opinions 
to really help you and I become more creatively adept, to become more intentionally creative, to become more prepared. Because gosh, being prepared is the best way to be ready. Frequently, we don't know in our life especially outside of the professional world, where we're going to have a chance to apply our creative selves. So I think being prepared with some process and some key words and some key principles is going to be really, really helpful because that way when that moment strikes and maybe you're a deer in the headlights and you don't know what to do, that is your moment to whip out your creativity and blow everybody's mind. So we're going to do our best to get you prepared for that. I'm going to do my best to to give you the resources and tools that I already have access to and that I already know and that I already like to talk about and think about and look at. And then we're going to bring in a lot of people to, to enhance that. We're going to be introducing a character called Education Eddie. Education Eddie is going to be somebody who comes in with some hyper-technical. It's going to be a character. And it's going to be hyper-technical for a minute or two each episode. And that hyper-technical piece is going to take you probably deeper than you are comfortable with in many cases if you're a casual user of creativity. If you are more of an expert of creativity, it may not push you that far. And I apologize if it doesn't. And I want that feedback. Tell us what we can do more of. But for the average user, and I'm talking like me before I went to school for it, which is most people, it's for the mom that balances a ton of things. It's for the dad that balances a ton of things. For those of us who are professionals, who are spouses, who are sons, who are daughters, who are significant others, who are partners, who are people just trying to get by. Creativity is something we have maybe had removed from us in terms of how able we think we are. And, and I'm here to tell you that you still have it. But what I'm also going to do is hopefully help get you some tools and resources and mindsets that are going to help you access that more, more frequently and more at will. That is how we talked about it when I went to, to college for it. To talk about creativity is with intention, that it is deliberate. Creativity does happen sporadically and by inspiration, and that is fine and dandy. It's fun too, but there are other moments in life where it would is very, very helpful to have a process so that we can do creativity on purpose. And I'm excited to show you into that world. I think it's a wonderful life skill. We call it creative problem solving. It goes by many names, but that's what we're going to get into here is, is creative problem solving, is, is problem solving with creativity, is coming up with creative ideas, being creative on purpose. Let's do it. Graphics, it's going to be an interactive show. I'm going to throw stuff at you and then I'm going to wrap it all up at the end. It's going to be intentional is what the word I'll come back to. It will be formatted very specifically. Today is not that day. On an average day, when we talk intentional creativity, it's going to come with a structure. I mean, this doesn't mean much to you yet. We're going to talk technique too. And I'm going to show you technique. And our experts are going to show us techniques that will help us learn better, that will help us retain better, because I think one of the biggest issues with being intentionally creative or, or anything intentionally is that it's hard to remember things. It's hard to have cues so that in the heat of the moment, we are still able to function how we want to function. And I have been exposed to people who know how to help you remember. I mean, just plain and simple. 
I have read books on how to remember more effectively. And we're going to twist that in because I don't want to give you a skill. I don't want to give you a tool. I don't want one of our guests to spend their time giving you a tool or a skill if it's not also applicable. And it's not applicable if you can't remember it. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to embed it in your head in all the best ways. And, and I'll introduce the model today. Let's, let's go through it. So this is the model of how I anticipate introducing concepts to you or to us and how I will twist our guests through it so that we can actually end with hopefully something that we can retain without too much effort because anybody can write a note, but I think that life is probably more than sticky notes in terms of retention. So let's talk a little bit about retention for a moment. And then we'll, we'll probably wrap pretty shortly after that. These episodes are going to be 20 to 30, maybe 40 minutes long, depending on who we have on, but we're going to keep them pretty, pretty terse, pretty to point, pretty tight because I want you to be able to access this and going too far is a great way to A, run myself dry and B, bore you to death. Here is my working model and may change. This is based on what I've studied, what I've read, what I was taught in school, but it's probably not perfect. So in terms of helping to retain concepts, we will introduce a concept or a behavior or a goal, I guess, a, a synthesis at the beginning of each show. We'll say, today we're going to talk about habits. Like I have an episode of last season of the Common Leaders podcast. It's just about habits. It's about 20, it's not true. It's five minutes long. And it's based loosely, actually pretty strongly on the Charles Duhigg book of the same title. So that would be an example of our theme of the day is habits. That would be our behavior or our concept where we start. I'm going to give you a little bit of literature. Sounds like a fancy word. I'm going to give you a quote. I'm going to give you a concept. I'm going to give you something a little bit inspiring to make you start thinking. Then throughout the show, I'm going to tie in some sounds, some sounds that are maybe research has told us helpful when it comes to ingraining habits or helpful when it comes to setting a mood or a tone or an environment that encourages remembering things because sound does that for us. Another sense that does that is smell. So I will introduce, <laughs> I will introduce things that you can find around your house or purchase rather cheaply to help improve the environment to accomplish whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish. So again, using habits as an example, having a smell associated with your sound and with your inspirational quote and your behavior or your concept is going to help you remember that concept. Because if you're having trouble or you're getting ready for it, you can cue up that sound. You can cue up that smell. You can go look at that quote. Those are all things to help you trigger what it is that we talked about during the episode. The last big piece before we really wrap it all together, we're keeping it simple, is the visual cue. So we have video. If you're listening to this exclusively, I will find a way to hyperlink you to a cue, a visual cue, because again, another sensory piece that we can tie in is that visual touch is maybe something we'll get into. I forgot that one. We'll see if we can tie that in. I'm sure there's somebody who can help me understand how to do that, but maybe that would replace the visual cue at times is, is the touch, the feeling of something, but the visual cue will be just another place. It will be simple, most likely, but it will be another cue. So we'll talk a lot about cues to help you remember what we did in that episode. So that episode will not only be tied to a title, it will be tied to a quote that is fun. It will be tied to a sound that is helpful. It'll be tied to a smell that will get you a little fired up about it. And then we'll wrap it together in terms of cues with a visual. In the same way that like when I went to school, 
I rode the bus, there was a picture on the side of the bus. So I think I rode bus 212 for most of my life. And I don't remember what the animal on it was, to be completely honest with you. But for little kids, I, I know that it helps to know that I ride the Goofy bus. That would have been probably a dated reference. Or maybe the Mickey Mouse bus or maybe the Tasmanian Devil bus will give you that cue to help you associate that will be either themed and related to the concept or very simply directly tied to a brain science piece that will help you remember. So again, just to, before we move on to this, to this last bow that will pull this all together, we have a title to the episode or a concept or a behavior, something that is our main synthesized goal for whatever we're going to talk about. We'll have a quote or some literature or something to, to help you get a little inspired from a verbal and from a, a written standpoint. We'll go to a sound. We'll give you a little sound to start associating with it and we'll tie it back again. And then we're going to do the smell. We're going to say, go smell some lavender or go smell some coffee or go smell some whatever. And that's going to tie it back to that principle we started with. It's going to tie it to that quote we started with. It's going to tie it to the sound we started with. And we'll go to the visual or the feeling element, which is now going to give us a really close to a three-dimensional way to cue up the memory that was what we talked about, hopefully. And then the last piece is really the only piece I personally care about. I do the rest because they're effective. Don't get me wrong, but we're going to practice it. We're going to bring it all together with a little practice. We're going to do it live. We're going to exercise it live. And then I'm going to send you with something that you can exercise it with by yourself. So we'll ask that of our guests too, is to make sure they're bringing something that you can tangibly take out the door with you, the digital door, to ensure that you have a place where you can Go to your journal to practice it or practice it the next day at work because none of this is really useful if it's not practical and applicable. So <clears throat> again, just to tie it all together, we're going to start with the concept, the title. We'll go to the quote. We'll go to the sound. We'll go to the smell. We'll go to the visual or touch or the feel. And then we'll go practice it together. And then we'll end with a mission, with an action step with how we're going to go apply that. We'll end with a lot of gratitude like I'm about to do now, and that will be the episode. So creativity on demand, that is a quick overview of what we're getting into here. I am beyond excited. I'm really grateful to my NumoSpect partner, Bree, who really a couple days ago reminded me of how much I think about creativity. And I talk to myself about it in my head all the time, but I don't talk hourly about the study of creativity very often. And I don't know why. I think I've, I've, I've lost a little edge in that area. So part of this is really selfish. I just want to get experts to come back on to get me fired back up about it. Creative problem solving is going to, it's going to solve the world. It's going to change the world. It already does all the time. So in order for you to be impactful to your people, to your community, to your followers, to your mentors, to your mentees, to the people around you, both at work and at home and out and about, it helps to have some process to go along with such a wonderful concept as creativity. I will quickly just queue up a reason that you should care about creativity. And I'll also link it to the YouTube video. There was a TED talk done several, many years ago at this point by my former college graduate advisor, Gerard Puccio, Dr. Puccio. And if you've never seen Gerard Puccio's TED talk, highly recommend listening to it. It's about creativity and it's, it's usefulness in the world. And he is as, as good as anybody explaining the, the nature of deliberate creativity because he's been talking about it for a long time. And he learned from, from the original people to study it. 
he's one of, of a few people that I had the honor, the true honor to learn from who were second generation in the field. So they learned from the original people to study at a, at a really finite level. Um, and he says in that video and talks in that video that Ted talk about the importance of tools and human evolution and the advancement of humans and how we went really hundreds of thousands and probably millions of years with very few huge, I guess what you call huge advancements, like big advancements that really change the nature of how humans in a society can live. So one of those would have been like an ax or a thing to grind with, right? Like the pestle, I think is what it's called. Those are examples of early tools. And eventually we had like things that you could saw with, or people would take a piece of bone and use it for an arrow or a sharp stone and used, make it into an arrow, which you needed other tools for. So those type of advancements were really critical to the human race, I guess you'd say, continuing to move forward and to be present and accounted for in this earth. However, there was only a few of those pretty big innovations for a long time. And we live in a world now where that changes so rapidly, not only because there are more people and more access, but also because we can collaborate like we can now over internet, over phone, over text, over social media. Oh my gosh, there's so many ways that we can share our creative insights and share our creative creations. And it's wonderful because it pushes us really, really far. And and I'm telling you, if you don't have that skill, it's going to be harder to do the things you want to do in life and to accomplish what you want to accomplish to make the, it's not all about money, but if you need money to survive, like I do, it's going to be critical to making more money. So you having some creative problem solving skills is something I can all but assure you is going to actually pay dividends for you. It's going to actually pay you back by learning and employing some skills. And I hope to facilitate that. I hope to facilitate connecting you to creative experts so that you can have more tools in your toolbox and therefore go forth and prosper. Change the world. Change the world that you live in. Change the world of the people around you. Change the world that we all live in. Go change the world in creative problem solving, creativity, intentional creativity, creativity on purpose, creativity on demand is going to help you do it. <laughs> so uh, so my silliness aside, I'm hoping this is one of the few episodes where I'm solo and without tools and resources to share, but I want to introduce the concept today, um, get it out in the world, make it real, and ask you that if you know somebody who fancies themselves a creative expert, or if you are a creative expert, join me. Come tell me about what you're up to. Make me sit back and listen. I'll ask you questions. I'll make you feel like a rock star. I will ensure that everybody knows you're a rock star. And most importantly, I really really want to squeeze a little knowledge out of you and share it with the world if we can. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this. Thank you so much for considering joining me again. Many of these will be live and I am beyond grateful. I mean, I live in a world of gratefulness and it is a thousand percent authentic. I spend a lot of time just reflecting on how, how flipping lucky I am, how fortunate I am. Some people say blessed. I'm not about that, but whatever word you use to convey gratefulness and gratitude. That's how I feel right now. If you're listening to my words, that's a big deal to me. If you consider joining me on the show or subscribing to the show or listening ever again, that's more than I could ever ask for. Your time is all I can ask for, and I'm super grateful for it. Have a great rest of your day. Have a great rest of whatever you're up to. Yeah, come back and join for some more creativity on demand. Talk soon.